Hey, hey, welcome to the Tour 12 Podcast. My name is Cody, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today. I am in the office in Arkansas, and Heath is on the road on the way home from Iowa. I'm going to call him in in just a few minutes, but man, we are having a blast doing all the stuff that we're doing. We've got people in central Arkansas working, producing television shows, all kinds of stuff. we got people in Virginia and Iowa, all over the place, building content, developing stuff, and, and man, we're having a blast doing what we're doing. We're busy, and um, it's, it's not slowing down anytime soon, but um, it's fun anyway. So we're going to call Heath in, and we're going to see what he has going on while he's driving home, and uh, it's going to be a good conversation. Let's let's call him real quick. Hopefully he answers. He's probably on the phone, knowing him. That's how he is when he's driving. There's always somebody on the phone. <laughs> Hello. What's up, man? What's going on, Heath? You're on the podcast. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You, never I know. Listen, it's like, you know, when we call Aaron or somebody else, they don't know there's a podcast going on. They're like, they say, oh, <laughs> really? Just like well, that. I jumped off. I jumped off a call to jump on here, so I'm glad I did. That's what I said. I said, knowing Heath, he's probably on a call driving down the road. That's what I, I just oh, said. Oh, yeah. So I'm on about a 11 and a half, 12 hour drink. I'm about over halfway through it, but I've been at least at least six or seven hours to be on the phone so far. <laughs> That's par. Fun, fun. Par for the course, and man. So I just came up with an invention, though. So if it's not out there, somebody needs to come up with it. All right, let's hear I it. Need, Hold on. I need, Hold on. Do you need to talk to legal before you mention this on the podcast? No, I don't, I don't care. I don't even have to create it. Just somebody go create it if it's not out there. All right, let's hear because it. Because what's happening is, is when you drive and travel and you're on the phone a lot, I need Siri to communicate with my dashboard so that when I'm about to run out of gas, it tells me and reminds me. Because I'm sitting here driving, and I'm on the phone in a deep conversation, and then I realize I missed the turn, and then I'm tur- get turned around, and I look down, and I got 40 miles left to him. <laughs> you weren't on I'm one like of those Siri. Iowa dirt, dirt roads, were you? No, I wasn't way off like that. But I need Siri to talk to my dashboard so when there's an alert, be like a notification you know yeah i bet there is some technology that (laughs) said that does that (laughs) hey Uh, you need to go get gas (laughs) something i mean just let me know that's hilarious what are you up to man man i'm uh driving back we've been in in iowa up at the headquarters in meetings all week it's been amazing man we've got of course we say this every week but the monsters being created, everything just keeps snowballing. A lot of good things happening. Yeah, a lot of fun things happening. Uh, we've had a blast, man. We've we've obviously got a lot of work accomplished, but we've had a lot of fun too. Yeah, and uh, and, and can't say too much, but there, there's some good stuff happening, man. That's awesome. The most important thing that happened though, playoff last week is <laughs> Fake Live Tour had a few uh, gigs this week. Yeah, I Heath got up there. What'd you get up there Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, so he left here, uh, left Russellville at 3 a.m. Tuesday to go to these meetings. And about, I'm guessing it was about 4.30 when he got there. And he hadn't he hadn't been there 30 minutes. And I get I get a call, my phone rings, and he says, <laughs> Fake Live Tour is going to be making a, a what would you say, an appearance this week. I have a feeling. <laughs> That's funny. And so, so tell us about that. What what happened? 
You still there? Yeah, yeah. Are you still there? Yeah, I dropped off. Yeah, I'm on 49,000 going through some hills. Oh. Maybe it won't drop you. But. So tell us about yeah, so, the debut. So, okay, so you got to picture this. We're, we're at Mark's Lodge and we're hanging out. And uh, I told him we had stuff we'd like to let him in. Of course, we always want we want to get crucified on whatever we do. We want people to critique it, you know. Yeah. Tell us the good, tell us the bad. And so we're never going to put nothing out public until our team at least approves part of the thought process anyway. So this is pretty random, obviously. So we got into the whole the whole idea of the fake live tour van. Of course, Mark's like, you have lost your mind. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, that's what creative people do sometimes. We get in the zone, we lose our mind, and move forward. Well, so we've got, uh, there was me, Mark, Chris Cobbett, and we've got um, Bill Harris, who's the newest addition to our team, who don't know Bill Harris. He's been with Realtree for years. He's one of the top two or three guys there. And uh, I think over 20 years, I believe. Oh, wow. An incredible, an incredible influential man in our industry. But I called him Grandpa all week. We got it. We hit it off real well. And uh, <laughs> but he's and so uh, anyway, he's in the room with us. You got to keep in mind, Bill Harris is very well connected in our industry. Not even in a all, all, only in our industry, but he's dealt with all kinds of superstars. I mean, yeah. he's on the music side at some level, the music industry, and then because they've done a lot of stuff through Realtree and uh, different partnerships or whatever concerts, all this kind of stuff. And yeah. So, I, I have this in the back of my head before I'm fixing to let him hear the first rough recording of, of a fake live tour song. And, uh, of course, <laughs> I built it up. That's part of what marketing is, is building it up bigger than it really is, right? Yeah. And so after about a 30-minute introduction to the fake live tour, he's like, will you just let me hear the freaking song? <laughs> 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 so we, we bust out one of these songs, man, and he is like, oh, my God. I'm like, what? You know, he goes, we got to get this in the right people's hands. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like he wasn't trying to be mean, but and I went, and that's, why, and that's why I told him, I said, this is why it's fake. We ain't trying to make a living in the music industry. We're just having fun. <laughs> he goes, no, I'm serious. You got to get this in the right hands. Yeah, so, uh, so anyway, we uh, we had three or four different songs. We we, we laid out there, some up and coming singles. <laughs> 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 they're dying dude like we're laughing so hard having so much fun and do you mean do you mean tell the rest of the story of what i told you earlier today yeah tell or it no? yeah oh, tell God, it this is, so this is where stuff this is how our company goes it snowballs really fast and so we went from a week ago of talking about fake lives here which is not real but it's, it is yeah it's fake, it's fake but it's real <laughs> And it's not live, but it's so, kind of live. Listen to how this happened, dude. So Bill says, you've got to get this in somebody's hands. So we're looking at, we got a big concert coming up at, at, uh, at ATA this year, assuming it all goes through right. COVID. And had a huge event last year with Craig Moore and the resurgence event. So we've got that event coming up again. And he said, we got to get this in the right hand. So they're looking at some pretty big time artists to come in for that. And, uh, he said, we might be able to get these, a couple of these songs in one of their hands and see what happens with it. And I said, hold on. I said, if we're going to go somewhere, let me go to go to our people first. <laughs> so I brought up Pete Sanders. I said, yeah. don't, don't hurt him. He's, a, he's phenomenal. Like, he's an incredible vocalist. And um, I was like, this one song is legitimately, it fits It fits the bill for him. And he's like, okay, whatever. So on the way home today, I call his manager, and we're talking about this idea of, because I don't know all the legal aspects of all this stuff, how it works when you're 
with a record label and you got a music writing deal with Sony. I don't know how all that works, you know. So yeah. What I've learned is you don't know if you don't ask. So yeah, yeah. It's all new too. I said, so I'm going to ask. And uh, it was a little funny the way I presented because I was a little nervous about it because it's so dumb and fake and real. <laughs> and, and, uh, so I'm talking I'm talking to the manager through this idea and he goes man I'm not saying we can't do it he said, I think there may be a way to do it but mm-hmm. here's what's going to have to happen he said you got to send me the track <laughs> I've got to go put it in front of Big Machine Records <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of a big deal they got a lot of big time artists on their team and uh, here we are on the fake live tour just jacking around and he says I'd probably need to get it, but more than likely, there might be a way to do it. I don't know if anything will come out of it, <laughs> but the next step is one of these tracks is going in front of uh, Big Machine Records. Record That's label. hilarious. So which one do you think it's going to be? Do you know? Well, yeah, this one is going to be the one um, associated with Expedition. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so I can't give it all the way, but basically what it is, it's kind of like a, uh, you might explain it better than I can, but... They looked at it almost like a brand anthem type song for their brand. I think that's a great and, uh, way to describe it. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it, really. I don't even know that it has a title to the song. It just kind of <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> and when you hear it later down the road, you'll under- you'll hear the song at some point or another. Uh, yeah. Probably on the podcast at some point. And so it'll make a little more sense. But the fact that we just talked about this last week and joked around about it, and then a week later, not even a full week yet, uh, well, yeah, I guess it was a full week this last Friday. The fact is, this joke and joking idea could end up in front of a record label. Not because they're trying to sign us, but <laughs> just the fact hey, that that could even happen. Small it's thinking, so man. It's so bizarre. <laughs> it's so, you know, I, was, I was thinking too small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we might get signed, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I straight up thought, I'm like, look, we ain't trying to make music. We're just having a good time, but we're on to something for this concert. And we need somebody legit that can do it. Yeah. And not only that, put a music video to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens, man. We're just having fun living life. In the last week, we've we've put out like we haven't put out the music video yet, but we recorded one like a pre pre record of it. It's got to be further yeah really close yeah and tour 12 has come up with their own record label i mean t12 records yeah Yeah, we got uh we got church 12 records label um it'll probably be on those music videos i assume so we might be looking for artists soon that's hilarious yeah you can come to our office and we'll help you record on a podcast machine (laughs) and it'll it'll sound awesome oh yeah phenomenal <laughs> wow no it's been entertaining man so that was part of our week and so we're, we're legitimately sitting in some pretty serious meetings yeah and every so often something about one of the songs will pop up in the meeting just to break it up and have a little humor involved so <laughs> that's, a lot of fun. that's good <laughs> that's good <clears throat> that's, what are you doing man i am uh it's friday i can feel it i got friday on father's day father's day weekend so I, all i'm thinking about oh, is smoking meat that. you know so yeah. i'm trying to to edit some photos and uh just a lot of little things i want to finish up before the weekend starts so that's what i'm doing right. man well we 
least we're getting something accomplished, hopefully. That's right. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was I was uh, thinking, man. Um, since you've been in these meetings, I've worked at South Face Expedition Marketing. Oh, I don't know what three years now. Yeah, it don't seem like it. It's went fast. But it's gone really, really fast. <laughs> and it's only speeding up. <laughs> I know, I know. It's like uh, it's like that. Um, did you ever do Take Driver's Ed? I think I did. I think I remember that back in the day. Yeah, so you know like that the driver or the um the instructor has that foot pedal over on the other side. I don't know if they have a gas oh, yeah. pedal, but that's kind of what it feels like. Like we we got the steering wheel, but somebody else has the gas they're pedal. The gas. Well, they're not only doing that. They're pushing the gas all the way down and they're just pouring fuel on the fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hotter and hotter. Yeah, that's awesome though, man. We got a ton going uh, on yeah. and that, that's what I was saying before I called you in, that we got people producing television shows, people developing content, people filming stuff this week, people trying to build brands and help brands make good decisions, bring new... I mean, there's just so much stuff going on, and uh, it's just awesome to be a part of it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. And everybody's winning right now, so knock yeah. on wood. All yeah. of our clients are moving forward, and uh, at the end of the day, no matter how much marketing we do, if it don't result in sales, then it's not going to be a long lasting relationship. Yeah, you know? sure. So we always know that in the back of our mind, in the back of our mind, of course, is to, to try to help make the best decisions we can to move those brands forward. And it is a process, but it's a blast. It's a blast to do. It's even more fun when you see it all start to work. Right. See people get what they want out of out of the relationship. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, that's our goal. You said we said it on the phone the other day. I don't remember who we were on the call with, but. Uh, you know, you told them our goal is to help you succeed like we would want to succeed, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so that that's how we try to treat everything. You know, we got a lot going on, but that doesn't mean we're not going to try to help you accomplish what your goals are, you know? No, no. Yeah, we, we take every every brand, and I hear Chris say this all the time as well, because we're, we're both in a lot of negotiations from time to time, or I mean weekly, I guess you could say, but um, we always talk about no matter what, who the brand is, or even at what level they come in, because there's obviously different levels of marketing. We want to treat that like it's our own brand. We'll yeah. put just as much effort into it as we would if we owned the company ourselves, because we know at the end of the day that if sales are generated and the possibilities of this marketing relationship moving forward is obviously a lot better odds than if it's not. And so we have to look at it that way. Right. And, and so, so far, it's working. Fairly good. We we have a motto in, in, in our side of the business when we're in meetings that you know marketing not tied to sales is not worth it's not marketing yeah. worth doing and and um, that's become a resounding uh, gong so to speak within every conversation we're in and people have to understand that if if we're not generating sales then it wasn't marketing worth doing you know yeah so um, and because a lot of marketing I mean we were probably in this boat a few years ago we probably verbally would say we were a marketing firm we were definitely probably 90% of our market was just content creation yeah. and that is a business too um, but now it, re- it legitimately is a full blown marketing service we handle every aspect of marketing Yeah, from the creative content side to also um, building the price sheets and, and presentations for you know big dealers and uh, media buys for companies and all that sort of thing falls into the whole scope of marketing yeah um, we, we have the ability because we have more personnel now and, and we can train people that are that know their stuff and that's still do the entire thing now so it's been a lot of fun it's been a transition for us obviously yeah 
but it, it's not a bad transition other than there's just a lot more work than there was. <laughs> <laughs> there Which is. we knew would happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's just the way it is when you get into a, I don't know the best way to say it, a family. Some people would call yeah. it a network, you know, organization, yeah. whatever. When you get into a family of people that have connections like the people that we're part of the family with it's just a matter of time before they see the stuff that you're doing and everybody else wants to be a part of that family you know oh yeah for sure and so and, and we're seeing that pretty this way it's pretty amazing to be honest with you i mean all most of the meetings we're having are people that are coming to us it's not like we're out soliciting uh new clientele by anything it's just um word of mouth and then seeing the actual product that's taking place yeah people 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 seem to want to be a part of that yeah so, i don't blame them i mean we're in the same boat we our business wanted to be a part of that as well you know? yeah sure and so here we are <laughs> here we are <laughs> here, here we, we go <laughs> that's awesome i was thinking you know we want to it's friday there's people got they've got a lot of stuff going on this weekend with father's day i've already talked to several people who've got big plans people on the lake all that kind of stuff you gonna do anything fun like that I, I'm sure we will. I, I mean, I don't. I honestly forgot it was coming up. But you mentioned it. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know if my family remembered it or not. I'm gonna assume they did, but they usually do. But yeah. I don't really know, man. I'm just kind of at their mercy when I get home. So whatever they want to do is what we'll do. But hey. I'm sure we'll end up in the on the football or in the lake or something. Yeah, we're, definitely cooking something. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pull it up and cook ourselves. That's what we're gonna do. So I know one thing I'm coming home to for Father's Day is my black buck has arrived in my house. I ain't got to lay my hands on it yet. Oh, I know. I saw. I didn't see it. I saw a picture of it. Yeah, it looks. It looks awesome. Matt brought it up. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Relive the memory of the 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 footage that never happened. (laughs) (laughs) I um. Would have been great footage. (laughs) That's hilarious. You you'll never let Rusty live that down. Oh no, we we hack on him. He hacks on me. He blames it on me because I didn't have a cameraman, and then I blame it on him because he couldn't be a cameraman. <laughs> so it's it's we we have a lot of fun going back and forth over. No, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, what's something we could give people this week that would really help them? you know, as they're trying to accomplish things in their life. And, you know, like I was, I was about to say, I've worked with, with you for three years and over the course of the last three years, I have, I've been in some of the meetings with, uh, with you where you're with, you know, high level executives from different brands or companies or whatever. And I've, you know, been on the backside of it where I wasn't there, but you were able to tell me some of the information, some of the stuff that you discussed. And uh, I thought, you know what, people who, want to live their passion they're going to find themselves in front of people that you know are are high-end people that they need to influence or learn or or lead or you know there's a whole gamut of things that need to happen when you're in those meetings if you're trying to accomplish something right and so i thought you know this would be a good opportunity while he's driving home from one of these meetings (laughs) (laughs) to ask to ask you you know and i don't think i I do this enough but you know you're always bragging on people and you know what you call it the art of positive gossip you're always talking about somebody else's skills and talents and 
and, and all of that right. stuff. And this is a great opportunity for me just to say, you know, you're one of the um, the best people I know to uh, to help people accomplish things in their life because you've been in a lot of different situations and you've gotten there because you've made yourself available to be there, you know. And so, yeah. um, you know, I, I don't have the knowledge that you have in this. And so what are some things that you think are important when people get in front of these these people that they're trying to, you know, bring onto their teams or their help them or whatever, you know, what, what are some takeaways that you'd give people in that? From a, you mean from a meeting for just being in those type meetings? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's two ways to look at it. I think there's, we're, uh, there's two types of meetings that I'm in pretty regular. One, sometimes I'm in a meeting as a facilitator. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a different aspect. Um, and then like this, this week I was in meetings with, um, several different brands and potential brands that we may work with. And, and honestly, I, I was not a facilitator, but I was there for input. Um, but what I, I guess the takeaway I would say is, is I try to do well at listening. So in those type of meetings, if I'm not the facilitator, I'm not going to talk very much. Um, but at the same time, that doesn't mean you don't want to talk at all. Right. Uh, I was in a meeting one time with a high-level um, executive that had probably 20 or 30 of us in the room, and he start, he literally started the meeting with, if you're in this room, you're here for a reason. If you don't have input, you're not needed in this room. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's one way to put it. Yeah. And so um, I've, seen, I've seen the flip side sometimes where it can be intimidating to be in a room with high-level executives. Yeah. Um, and if you don't say anything, and, and I, you can see it sometimes, especially if somebody's new to a meeting there, it's almost like the blood pressure raises a little bit of that, or the adrenaline hits them right before they want to say something, but then they don't really want to say it, but they feel like they need to, you know? Yeah. Um, and so what I've tried to do is listen for understanding in these side meetings um, so that I can have some input, you know? Yeah. Um, there's, there's two things that come with that. One is most of the time I know what type of meeting I'm going into. Right. And so one recommendation I would have is whatever type of meeting you're going into, whether obviously if you're a facilitator, this is important. But even when you're just, and I mean like what I was just in where I did more listening, is be prepared for what you're going into so that you have some things to actually give away. Now, a lot of it, a lot of what we deal with, and this is what obviously separates people great from meetings that aren't probably, is having the ability to respond in the meeting. Yeah. But the only way you can respond effectively in that meeting is truly take the time to listen for understanding so that you can come up with whatever it is you need to say, you know, yeah. not just, not just spouting off to hear yourself talk because <laughs> that doesn't go nowhere either. And I've, well, I've seen that too. And honestly, I've probably been guilty of it as well, but I would just say I've learned over the years that I saw it this week in multiple meetings. We've been meeting all day, every day since I've been up there. And when you, when you take the opportunity to truly listen to what being said, you're going to find value to add in those meetings. Yeah. Well, I think that 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 applies to much more than just meetings. (laughs) I think that applies to life, marriage, (laughs) Marriage, life, parenting. I mean, whatever to listen to, to find, what'd you say? Find meaning. Well, just to, just to to find, to find, to listen for understanding. Yeah. You know, um, the theory of, um, quick to listen, so to speak, you know what I mean? So, um, I think that's a that's a huge part because I've been in some meetings where you've got this you've got that one guy in there that's not the facilitator, but he won't shut up, so the facilitator can't even do his job to get the meeting going. Right. 
Um, and, and it's very easy to fall into that trap, especially if you're kind of a, you know, you know me, I'm kind of witty and cut up quite a bit, probably sometimes more than I should be. But there's times to tone that back, too. And yeah. you know that you're in a series. It doesn't mean we can't. I mean, just like this week, the fake live tour band got brought up not from me, but it was from some other people in the room. And it was a witty moment just to laugh or whatever because something in the song resonated with something that was said in the meeting. <laughs> and so there was a great opportunity for somebody to say something funny. But we immediately get back to business as well. And what I've found a lot of times is if you've got somebody that wants to talk too much, you're going to find yourself rabbit trailing so much, which we obviously do on the podcast quite a bit. But part of that's just because that's part of the podcast the way it is. Yeah, yeah. But when you're, when you're in serious meetings, you just got to be able to listen for understanding. Um, and then try to give legitimate input to it, you know, and be confident with it. Yeah. Uh, that's where the listening part comes in. You can be confident and respond. doesn't mean you're right all the time, but if you've got advice, that's why they have you in the room because they want your input. Right. You know? So I don't know if that helps, but that's just something I've got. Kind of, I find myself, I don't know that I've done it on purpose. I've just found myself falling into that format when I'm in these type of meetings and I'm not the facilitator. Yeah. Just try to listen. Don't say a lot. But when, and what I also have noticed is when you do decide to speak, people really a lot of times will take a hold of it because you're not just over there rambling, right. acting like you know everything. There's yeah. a lot of things I know in me that I never say I know, right? Know, until I feel like the timing's right to inform them about something or something I know with this company or that company that might be beneficial to the conversation. Yeah. So, and that comes with experience, you know. I mean, the more of those type names are in, the easier it gets. Sure. Yeah. That makes so, sense. So, what, yeah. when was how long ago was your first meeting like that in in the marketing oh, world? Hey, I would probably say honestly, they probably started nine or ten years ago. Meetings with Big and Jake. Yeah, um, that's probably where it starts. We've been with them from the get go, as far as our marketing team goes. And it started it actually stopped that relationship started on the struck buck side of things. But we were never in executive-type meetings like that until we got into their actual business a little bit. Yeah. Started creating content up doing marketing. Um, where, and, but that didn't come without building some um, trust with them a few years before that through the show and learning each other and getting to know each other and showing them that they could trust us and could trust our input. You know? Right, right. So that, that, that opened the door to go to add some value later. And before you know it, it's turned into a great client for many years, of course. Yeah. So... That's so awesome. at least I would say at least the last ten years or so it's been pretty pretty regular to where now we're in those type meetings. Either by most of the time here lately it's obviously been conference calls or yeah. Zoom calls or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I will say, man, there's there's something about face to face meetings that just adds a whole other level of value to Oh yeah. Considering how to facilitate a meeting. Like we've obviously been in the time here nationwide where we've had to change some things. And we can still accomplish it. But what we found is, I, w- I would say our success rate of accomplishing what we're trying to accomplish with a client is by far much higher in a face-to-face meeting than it is in a Zoom call or a conference call. Yeah. And so it's a it, it's an inv- a little bit more investment on our side because, for instance, this meeting I had to be gone all week, had to drive to Iowa, drive back, um, and and the deal may not still go down, you know, but. I can tell you from the past experience, what we typically try to do is have a, we'll usually try to have a dinner the night before the actual meeting mm-hmm. to get to know the people we're talking with, just mm-hmm. break bread with them, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, have a meal, hang out, 
around campfire or whatever, so I'll get to know them a little bit. As a, and we have done it the other way too, but I'm just thinking from a standpoint of people are trying to plan meetings and they're traveling to a meeting. Give yourself some time to get to know the people if you can, and then you'll find that that meeting the following day is much, much smoother than having to go through all the introductions and not really even knowing anything about their life or their family. Yeah. It just helps, you know. It yeah. helps the meeting go smoother. Oh, absolutely. So, so much easier to meet whenever you've the, – the edge isn't there of who is this person and what do they do and why are they like they yeah. are. You know, like if you can just sit yeah. down with somebody and – already be laughing before you ever start you know that helps oh yeah yeah and we, we I actually experienced that this week on both sides of that so the first meeting we had we had dinner the night before uh next day meetings were awesome went smooth the next day we did, didn't have that opportunity the guy that was coming into the meeting had just got in we didn't get to hang out before that didn't really know him that well and you could just auto and of course when you've got several executives and then and then i'm in on the marketing side but it, it can be a little it's almost because there was like five of us and one of him and so it can be a little intimidating sometimes to come into a room and present what you're trying to do when you don't really even know the people right so i got to see that side of it as well now by the two hours in the meeting everything was normal and fine but i i I try to watch things man this goes back to listening but not only that just watching i think you're the same way cody is is we're naturally um just absorbing everything that's going on yeah and, and and I try to try to be intentional about that in these meetings. I may not come across like I do, but deep in my mind, I'm trying to evaluate everything going on in the meeting. I'm watching. I'm trying to learn. You know, yeah, not yeah. just listen, to, not just listen to respond, but learn. I've learned so much this week from uh, the guys that were in that room with Bill Harris and Mark and Chris. These guys that have uh, this extensive experience in our industry. That I mean, there's there was literally 30, 20, 50, there's probably 60 years worth of the industry experience in that room this week. Just yeah. between like three, just between three people. Hmm. Um, and so you can, you can learn um, so much just by watching the way people interact, the way they discuss, the way they talk business, um, and, and the way they communicate, you know, um, even from a, you know, our line of work for years, we've called it everything we try to do. We try to be kind of life giving. That's the way we communicate it. We want to add value Right, um, and I got to see that this week, but it's not always like that, and we've seen that because um, we're from the south, and a lot of people we work with are from the north. We've seen, I've seen the opposite end of that, but it's not exactly how I'm used to seeing things communicated. Often, it's a little more brash up north; it's a little more straightforward. Um, there's nothing wrong with that either, but um, you can learn from that. You know, sometimes it works with certain audiences. I, I wouldn't go that route in the south for sure, just because it's different. You know? Yeah. And so you can learn. I've, I've been able to sit back and watch how these guys communicate with, with northern people. Um, I'm just using this as an example just because I witnessed it this week. But it just helps you in your communication process when you're in these types of meetings to have confidence, know how to, to communicate that confidence. Um, and hopefully at the end of the meeting, get the results everybody's looking for. Right. benefits everyone. So. Yeah, I, I learned. I don't know a, if that helps. I feel, like, I feel like I'm rambling a lot. But no, you're good. I, I learned a long. I learned a long time ago that every opportunity that you find yourself in is an opportunity for you to get better. And if oh yeah, if you don't perceive it as that, you know, then yeah. you're not going to get better. You know, if yeah. if you just feel like I'm here because. Uh, you know, I'm just part of the team, then you're going to, you're not going to learn from it. If, you know, so yeah. that, I, I love what you said there, what you were talking about, you know, you, 
I don't know if you call it, it's not really situational awareness. That's a totally different thing, but it's kind of the same. You're paying attention to everything that's going on. You know what, you know, what yeah. really, what really speaks someone else's language and helps them be passionate. And then you can, yeah. when you communicate, you can bring that into, bring that to the table as well. You know, like there's so much to learn and, um, that, that only makes you yeah. better if you're willing to learn. Yeah, for sure. And that, and that, and that honestly, that learning comes from, shutting up and not talking all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I, I say that jokingly, but I mean, I'm, I honestly, I can, the greatest advice we can give anybody if you're not the facilitator of the meeting is listen, learn, um, listen so you can respond with great information. What I've found is though, is when you do that, when you do have something to say, they chime in and listen 100%. Like, you know, I did. You got the guy that never says nothing, but when he says something, it's like, yeah, people are like, oh, he spoke. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, we watched it. I watched it multiple times throughout the meetings this week. I'm not saying that's about me, but I'm just saying if, if you get monotonous because you won't quit talking in the room, people you do have something to when they when you actually do have something that has value, it may get overlooked because mm-hmm. they've done blocked you out. Oh, know? yeah, sure. So there's definitely a balance between listening and learning and listening for, for, for to have a, a great response but also being willing to communicate when the time is right yeah because you're in the room for a reason you need to have input you know? right and if you don't if you just sit there and never say a word what you'll start seeing is you're going to be in less and less meetings yeah <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean yeah for sure we, we want your input in those meetings so yeah yeah, it's it's definitely a fine balance, you know, of knowing when For to sure. when to speak, when not to speak, when to listen, when you know, like all that's there's a real fine balance to all that. It's good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I've seen it. I've seen it go good, and I've seen it go bad, man. And what what a lot of times people don't realize, I've seen this happen too, is the guy that never shuts up in the room if he's in there trying to make a deal. What ends up happening is either the deal doesn't happen, or if the deal does go down, he makes the first one get left out of the deal because people don't want to deal with. It. Yeah, uh, it's especially on a first time meeting, you got the guy that'll never shut up. You may end up being like, you know what? Executives are going to say, "I've seen this happen. I don't want to work with this guy every day." Yeah, it's not going to be funny. He never shuts up. You know, so there's definitely a balance there, um, and it comes with experience. It definitely does. I mean, you have to get yourself in those situations. It's like anything else. We've, we're the, we've learned by the school of hard knocks, so to speak, over the years. But it comes, that's where we gained our knowledge through, through failing, doing it wrong. So take it, learn from it, and get better. That's all you can do. Yeah. And well, have fun along the way. Write some music if you like lyrics. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> for sure. If you like music, tune in because the fake live band tour is coming your way. <laughs> <laughs> but it ain't gonna be real. But oh, it is. Hey, but it's live. <laughs> but it ain't. <laughs> That's funny, man. Well, dude, uh, yeah. thanks for taking some time. I know you're really busy. <laughs> hey, you Driving down the road, baby. I know. I know you're busy. You're probably busy than I am today. So. That's funny, man. No, I enjoy, it, man. Love everybody on the podcast. All the listeners, thank you. And uh, I'm sure you'll close it down since I'm driving. Make yeah. sure you get that piece out. God bless them. Everybody, Cody. Okay, I'll get that in there. I'll take <laughs> care of that, okay? All right, buddy. <laughs> See you, <he. laughs> See you, man. Bye. <laughs> oh, man, that's fun. It's always good to get to 
hear you know from a a live experience like that sometimes we're just sitting in the office and we're talking about you know stuff that we we've experienced in the past and this is fresh for heath and um so it's good good information i'm glad you guys got to hear that uh, right after the fact um for real we are so glad that you guys are part of the family the tour 12 family as always we want to encourage you to um like and uh, you know rate subscribe to the podcast give us a review let us know as he said when we get to a podcast number one 100 which we're only like 11 away we're going to give some stuff away from some of our partners and so um for real go over rate review let somebody else know about the podcast help us to to grow the family and we want to um we want you to have a good happy father's day anyway peace out and god bless